3: Everybody
1: Yeah. What well, is this, like the drumline version of
3: Monday Night Football? <laughs> I, <laughs> I like that, it. Yeah, you know about it' It's all wrapped up. Uh, like the yeah. Southern,
2: southern Bayou?
3: Yeah, What's right. up, AfterBuzzers? don't ever do that dance. <laughs> <Like, laughs> Welcome to <laughs> our <laughs> Monday Night Football After Show. We're, We're on, on are like what, what are, are we on, week 12? <laughs> yeah. Is week 12? We're on week 12. All right. Is it? I am your host, Christina Kaplan. I'm joined by...
2: Thaddeus uh, massive. <laughs> I like how we had to think about his name. <laughs> no, I thought I was going to change it. But I don't that, have right. to think about mine. I am Kevin John. Thank you guys so much for watching. You're
4: not even smiling. I, mean, that t- I, I you got this smile. I'm
3: like, good. <laughs> oh wait, it's me. Hey guys, it's
2: Steph Z. I'm actually smiling at how bad the Jets played tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, oh, <laughs> right, here we go. Already. All right, wait, before all, all of our Jets talk, guests. yes, we have a very special guest today, Mr. Yes. Dale Moss. Dale Moss. Yeah. Woo-hoo. He.
2: Hold on, NFL.
3: Yes. NFL fan. Can you you let me introduce him?
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
3: Gosh, okay. Thank you. Uh, Yes. Free agent, wide receiver, baller over here for. The Jets, if you need someone to help you, clearly, you should um, call, call, him, call up me. Mr. Dale here because we know that <laughs> All right, so He'll let's talk you.
4: about that right now. You're he stands agent. at
1: 6'3", no, 215. Yeah. <laughs> What's your 40 time? What you want 40? Uh, four, three eight. He runs
3: a 4'3", oh, That was mine. Hey,
1: that was mine oh, back in the day. Okay, he's got some wheels. <laughs> we'll take you. Okay. All right. All right. So, you you up, come with me. Up. me. He's, he's
2: exactly. also a supermodel as well. You guys may not know about that. Hey. He currently is doing Beckham's underwear line. So, ladies, oh. make sure you Google that. See,
4: that's where he's going to Google that.
2: A jack of all trades. That's you
4: know?
3: b- <laughs> oh, that makes me nervous. Uh, why?
4: Because as soon as Sanchez started doing GQ, it Yeah,
3: but look boom, at Dale. Oh, yeah. Compared to Mark Sanchez. I'm, not, exactly. I'm
4: talking about nothing to do with looks. I'm just talking about mixing the two. Hey, I probably
1: got to eat, okay? No, I got it. Thank you. My question is, Thank you. wait, time <laughs> You
4: brought up the Jets to begin with. You said you'd sign with them. That's my question, and if you can't answer it because this is maybe an inappropriate question, just tell me. That's fine. But as a free agent, do you feel like other – would you say yes to any team?
0: I mean – it. There's there's certain things that, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say you say yes to any team, but when you're trying to get back in the league, you know, it's it's not like you can just go try out for somebody. Uh, you know, I've been fortunate to have uh, good representation and have, you know, a lot of interest from teams. It's, it's a waiting game. Um, and then, you know, a lot of players, they have to weigh what they have going on outside of football. When you're a free agent, you know, you have uh, different things come up. It just depends how much effort and, you know, what you have going on outside of it. And it's just that, you know, give and take. Do you want to let go of this or go for that, you know? Um, You know, my position, uh, you know, I've got a lot of positive things going on outside of football, but that's uh, that's where my heart's at, you know? So football, you know, I train still, uh, you know, I'm just training every day and every just making sure I'm ready, so that's where I want to be is on that field.
2: Now, out of curiosity, how much obviously we know that it is a talent based, you know, sport, especially uh, being a receiver, it's a skilled position. How much does would you say politics goes into, you know, who lands with what team and <laughs> who gets picked up? I mean if you <laughs> could We're give us a we just came out
4: oh with a big gun
2: oh, no, <laughs> Honestly, uh
0: there there's so many talented players. There's there's a ton of talented players who aren 't playing right now, um, a lot of it uh, is is really getting in the right place uh, at the right time and then staying healthy you know mm-hmm. that 's the biggest thing um, and as you know one mistake can kind of affect your career in a negative way, having one good play can really put you in the right position and you know what a lot of a lot of fans look at as well is um, obviously. You know, great players make plays, and you know, schematically too. That's that's what football is. You know, it's it's a it's a game of smarts too. So, if you're put in good positions, uh, it allows you to have you know good success as well. But. Um, politically uh you know people are people so you know those relationships are valuable but if if you're if you're making
1: it happen on the field you're gonna play that's move the just... mic closer to your mouth I think we have some feet yeah so uh, yeah there you got a little better yeah yeah, yeah if, uh, if,
0: if you're making plays you're gonna play so there's just no getting around it so that's got to be every player's focus just make sure they're producing you
1: guys ever watch key and peel yes and you know they do that Obama and Leroy thing where where uh one of them does Obama and then I don't know, the other I've one seen that one you ever seen that skit? Well, they yeah. do a skit where one of them is Obama, of Obama, and then hold on, I'm going to. Jeff's <laughs> like, "What is that?" And then, very listen, and
4: then what he listen
1: so one of them does Obama, and then the other one is Leroy, his alter ego, who really says what Obama is really saying behind being the right. political guy. So right now, I'm gonna let him be Obama, and I'm gonna be Leroy, and Uh-oh. I'm gonna say, "Hell yeah, there's effing politics in football. There's politics in <laughs> sports. It just he gave a very good ass. This guy's." Run for office one day because you get very, really, (laughs) too good good diplomatic answers. And there, hell yeah, there's politics, it's worse politics in sports because the lifespan is so short. And you're a freaking gymnast, you're a grandma by the time you're 18 years old. So, think about how much time you have to actually. Accomplish anything. That is, I think this is the most yeah, fired up. Yeah, I've ever seen you on this show. What are you talking about? I'm fired yeah. up all the time.
3: Yeah, okay, well, you mentioned Dale being a jack of all trades. You uh, also, in case you guys didn't know this, played basketball at South Dakota State, is that right? Yeah, I
0: was a basketball player for four years. Uh, I only played one season of football. Uh, I, I only played eight games. I didn't play our first three games in college uh, <laughs> football. Um, and then and the, one, one, the, one the, the one
1: of the two. The one of the two. The,
0: the one and two. Uh, uh, I came in as a point guard uh-huh. and I finished as a three. So, uh, oh wow! But I kind of played lot of
2: so. right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I like to play above the rim that a little bit. Hops. First, yeah, first love for sure. Uh, right, but right. uh, yeah, I don't know. Did I miss football? <laughs> Went out, uh, ended up having su- success, and you know.
2: So, so, so me. when when you were in college and playing basketball and doing your thing on the court, you know, what inspired, uh, what made you want to go back into football? You know, because obviously, you know, you you were pretty dude. You know, <laughs> on the court, what made you want to put back on the that uh, the freaking? The up the mug and you said just, you know, just said, you on. were pretty dude. Just, <laughs> know, yeah, I, know, I was like, oh. now, you
3: know, I mean that in a very. <laughs> it's, it's okay to feel uncomfortable
2: now. <laughs> I, I'm so uncomfortable. Kevin makes so us feel right
3: uncomfortable now. every single day, so don't worry all about right. it. That's That's it's probably gonna for. happen a couple more times in the show. All right. well,
0: I, I've got thick skin,
2: so I think I'm alright. Good,
0: <laughs> and I'm fast, so if I gotta get out of here, I'm four
2: point three speed. Yeah, but um, you know, uh, basketball
0: is my first love, but football. I was recruited, and uh, you know, during my whole basketball span in college, uh, the football coaches still wanted me to play, and. It was something that I could never go back to do if I passed up that opportunity. I could have signed with an agent and played basketball overseas or something like that, but I could never go back and play football. So I never wanted to look and be like, what if? Mm-hmm. And, you know, honestly, the biggest reason was because people said that there's no way I would have success in football after sitting out that long and right. not playing. And for me, that's, like, kind of how I approach anything. Like, why not? Like, I feel like I can do anything i want to you know it's just about being able to devote that time so. of course uh, can you
2: coach the jets to a winning <laughs> a franchise oh my god <laughs>
3: why
0: not hey uh you know well they currently have a coach right now but uh if the opportunity presents itself down the road you know maybe i'll have to try to tackle that one too <laughs> so do you,
2: do you miss basketball at all
0: yeah i, I miss it I, I love it you know basketball is uh is was my first love Uh, You know, I would say, obviously right along with football, you know, hand in hand, uh, two favorite sports. And I think the reason, you know, the biggest adjustment I had to make was in basketball – I could make an impact on the offensive side and the defensive side, you know, or, you know, I, even if I wasn't scoring, I could have a really big impact on the game. Right. Football is so segmented, which is tough, and that was the toughest thing for the me. The patience. You know, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have yeah. your offense, your defense, you know, special yeah. teams, and, you know, there's six, seven different units in different meeting rooms, and you come together during practice. You're really only together for a few hours a day when you're really at the facility for about eight or nine. That's just,
1: energy. Wise, like, it, I wanted to ask him energy wise. How do you feel as far as the difference in energy? Because you know, you when you're playing basketball, you know, you don't have helmet syndrome like, yeah. like you know, like football players do. And, you know, you, Hold you on, what, they, what's helmet syndrome? Well, it's like you know, the, the ball players they go out, they pop more bottles, they wear more jewelry, and they play football because no one can see their face. See
2: Oh,
1: so it's the recognizability. Whereas basketball players, you see them performing, you see their face, you recognize them while they're playing.
3: So, but- so that's what you would say Johnny Manziel has helmet syndrome.
1: No, everybody knows Johnny Manziel. <laughs> He's just an idiot. <laughs> Wait, I, I disagree. That's, not, that's another conversation. I, right, I disagree, too. Okay. Well, well, we're going to talk, talk about yeah, that. let's talk but about later in news. But real quick, I want to know, what's the difference in, in feeling of the energy and rush between basketball and football away from your passion? Just like, because you have way more people on the football field, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But then, of course, in the basketball arena, it's the people are like right there. Yeah. They're right there. Plus, it is more intimate. Plus, you don't have the helmet on. So you have yeah. that more, that, that relationship Going on, what can you like? Give, give us an insight on well, the basketball. Difference.
0: You know, and, and there's so many, so many momentum swings. Which so you're getting energy like the whole game, and you know, like whether it's making a big block, you know, dunking on somebody or something. There's, there's nothing like that. But when you break it down, and you're in front of like 90,000 fans screaming, and like especially when you're in a dome, most of the time, yeah. and you literally can't even. Hear yourself yeah. think. Yeah, there's nothing like that. Uh, you know, they're they're different. Um, you know, I can't pick one over the other of what I what I like better. One thing I do like, you know, with football though is like this, and truthfully is the following as far as a city and you know everything. Yeah. It's, it's unreal. You know, but Chicago, great great sports city all around. But football, I mean, they love their bears.
1: So the bears are stronger than the mm-hmm. bulls. Following. Wise, as
0: not, the as the city, I, not the '90s. Not the '90s. Yeah, I mean, right now, like that's true. I would say, <laughs> you know, I I would say yes because the bear, like football, it, it's just you know, in America, football yeah. really does rule. It runs things. Like the NBA is is right. You know, it's close, but football affects so many more people. Right. And uh, yeah, you know, it's got a lot of
2: history and stuff. But and that's um, why I played
1: football.
0: Yeah,
2: it's a great sport. It's the number one sport. Well, I played because I was actually good in it. But, um, anyways, uh, we're not going to. You gonna guys say- are
1: both crazy.
3: You yeah, are. speaking, yeah. From, this is coming from someone who was never in the NFL. No, you're he saying went to that the whole to. Fame. Like,
1: you couldn't it. see me on the mic. Remember yeah. the other night?
3: Yeah. They just, oh, not right. Remember my,
1: my, my, my
3: statue and anyway, triage. Hey, you yeah. can, can see like, the
1: what?
0: power of football. If she's wearing a Jets a Jets sweater. Yes. <laughs> a, a Jets hoodie.
1: That's true. the Jets were a basketball she, team, she's true. she would not be wearing that. True, That's not
4: true. I just, that's not true. If I, I mean, I think that what I think to, to, you know, attribute to what you're saying or whatever the word is, um, I feel like football is more of a family sport. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's from generation to generation. Although I have to say nowadays, and this is why I'm not a fan of fantasy football and I know everybody likes it, whatever. But I think that nowadays that people like my nephews, right? Like they're Giants fans. For my nephew's birthday, he wanted a, a Dallas Cowboys jersey. It's like because they, they see Des Bryant, because they have them on their fantasy team and they're <laughs> doing good. It's like they don't know what it is to go through the agony of being a fan of a team. Because no matter what, every team at some point loses a game, wins a game, you feel that emotion for a team. And now if it's you have a fantasy team, it's kind of like it, it, the emotion is spread thin, more thin. So I, That's why I'm not a fan
1: of. I'm, glad, of that. I'm, I'm, glad, you, I'm glad you football. brought that up because you hate it. it, it can, I, I just, most
3: most football players I've encountered, like NFL players, do hate it. Yeah, I is don't there, really there's, find there's, anyone like There's that actually likes a surprising it. amount
0: that play fantasy football. Yeah, they do. Um, you know, the NFL <laughs> rule is like that. It can't you can't have more than like a hundred dollars in a pool or something. But it's not about the money from that standpoint. But the reason I don't like fantasy football. Is because being a player and then obviously, you know, from a fan standpoint or, or, like, then people try to tell you, like, oh, you're not doing your job because you didn't give me these points. Or, like, <laughs> they're all of a sudden an expert because they have, you know, the Ravens defensive line that just, you know, murdered the uh, the, Saints. the Saints offensive line tonight or whatever. So... I'm not a fan of fantasy football. You know, obviously, it's good. It gets people interacting, you know, and it it draws them into the sport and makes them, you know, more aware. But but
4: it is. It's almost the lazy fan's way.
0: I just but, and then no they liar. think they you know, like it's
4: oh, the same thing like you just said I have all these friends that never have talked to me about football and now they have a fantasy team and they're like yo I got this one I got that I they're can't general
0: believe managers. All they're, they're GM yeah. now
4: And what? it's just like you don't know anything okay, about football
1: Okay let me tell you let me tell you why this has happened this is part of the reason why Money and It all starts exactly it all starts from the fact that teams started being unloyal to their players and then players started returning the favor and started just going for whatever big contract. So now people, some people are fans of a team or they just like that player and they don't like the team. So now it's like, okay, how do we monetize this? (laughs) Fantasy football! Now fantasy football is a big thing. You can be a fan of a team, you can be a fan of a defense, you can be a fan of a player and not even be a fan of that particular team but just be a fan of that player and that's why fantasy football because it's all about money it is
3: well i want to speak to before we get into monday night football to what steph was saying earlier about you know not knowing the agony of being a true like fan of a team for me growing up in la obviously there was no football team when i was alive or when I you could have the Rams or
2: the Raiders. Or... I was born in '85. Quit lying. You were born in '73. <laughs> Don't lie to everybody that's watching. Uh, I'm no, joking. I was actually better because <laughs> she looked damn good. And, born in '73.
3: Yes, thank you. I appreciate that, Thaddeus. Is. That is but anyways, <laughs> so that's how that's how, how I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you're I welcome. feel towards the Lakers. Obviously, we had a lot of really good years, and we really are sucking right now. But. I'm still going to be a Lakers fan. I'm still going to root for them no matter what. I will never start rooting for the Clippers. Or it doesn't
1: matter that the Lakers suck right now. The Lakers have banners. The Clippers have selfies. Right. But what I'm
3: trying to get at is (laughs) the difference of somebody growing up in a city that didn't have football at that time period that I was alive. You know, versus for so for me, NBA basketball's my was always my number one. Thing. Right, but the per, no, the person that grows up. I love the Dodgers too. The person that
4: grows up in a city that doesn't have a football team, I bet you has some other team they like. I mean and and USC, again you Wait but time out. Yeah, and again, see I didn't care right. for no, either. lot of out.
1: One more af- That's all that there was. Can't though. even get my point. Go ahead, out.
4: What I'm trying to say is, which I forgot now. No, I, it's that sugar. No, sugar.
3: if you sugar. don't have a team, we love
4: sugar. like if you don't have a team in your city, people pretty much have a team. This is what I was gonna say. You were born in '88, so you're young. So for people like you that have all these internet and these fantasy things, I think it's just it's a, it's a time thing. Yeah. It's like we didn't have fantasy football, that's why we were fans. Maybe if when I was your age or ten years ago or twenty years ago, fantasy football, maybe if that's all I knew, I would like it. So I think it's it's also. Just just a trend of the way things are going
3: no I agree and it promotes people rooting against their team because for example I had Which somebody I playing I had, I had someone on my fantasy team that was playing against the Chargers the other week and I was like no don't you know getting mad at my team for scoring want, and wanting this team to score it's like you know and then I'm like no that's my, like I should not be rooting against yeah, that my doesn't team make any sense. Yeah. and that's what happens when you start playing fantasy football is you root for that team that you have your player on and and but you just, have no allegiance just, to that document. The no,
0: no. They're well more well, like well educated because of it too. Right. You know, which is a plus. That's a that's a win win for the NFL. So you know, we're talking about like on a scale of how big it is. Right. Fantasy football and just everything with the marketing and all that. Like that in itself just shows you what a powerhouse the NFL is. And then also, you know, you have uh 53 men on an active roster just think of how many families friends that touches to right. do uh what is it 12 to 14 on an nba roster right. active yeah. so yeah yeah
2: you know it's, it's, like you sure. know you think of fantasy and the fact that it, it, it enables these players to make these i guess executive decisions and whatnot it makes me think of like okay men all right has yeah, yeah men or, or video games mic
1: again Sorry, technical difficulties, guys. There you go. There we go. The We're mic is messing up. There you yeah. go. Yeah. That mic always it plays m- around m- a
0: little, I'm little bit. I'm just failing on the show today. I'm embarrassing myself. <laughs> oh, no, you're no, good. You're, no, good. No, you're good. Oh, my
1: God. No, the, the, the headphones <laughs> are wrong.
3: Really I think you <laughs> take you on the test. I think Kevin is embarrassing himself <laughs> Thank pretty you. pretty dude. I <laughs> 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 no time to do this already. do I have to <laughs> take it Yeah, mic let's get, get into the, the Monday away. night football game. How about that, guys? Yeah. Um So the Ravens won. <laughs> they beat the Saints thirty four to twenty seven. It was a really good game. Um, you know, ice up, son. Steve Smith throwing blood and guts ever- Smith
0: Senior <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I love Steve Kevin love me
3: again. Kevin just turned up the volume <laughs> in my <laughs> microphone because he thinks it's funny he's like five oh wait can you turn it back down time it's out. too loud while you guys are
4: fixing your microphones you. um, me and Thaddeus had a fun time watching the games tonight we met this really cool guy Bo <laughs> it was his birthday Bo. happy birthday Bo happy birthday Bo he was you know in this weird situation with his ex he told us a little bit about his life <laughs> we wanted to okay. do that he was, right. really nice he was a really nice guy. guy. We had that girl just <laughs> kick her out. But he was really nice, and we told him we give him a shout-out. So there you go. Happy it's, birthday, it's,
2: Bo. So is Bo watching? Shout-out, Bo. Bo is yeah. watching. Bo.
3: Thanks, Bo, the for Big two five. big We two know five. Five. they say.
0: They Bo say knows. Bo knows. Bo does right. know.
3: Anyway, <laughs> <That's laughs> That was it. We're I so promised
0: post. I had to do it. <laughs> go. Really so bad.
3: as we were just talking about Steve Smith, um, Dale, you mentioned you really like him.
0: I just think, like, you know, as far as a competitor and a teammate, like, how could you not want to play with someone like that? Exactly. And he's, you know, Baltimore is such a good fit. When they signed him, I was excited. I was like, you know, because in Carolina they were saying he was on his way out and, you know, different things going on. And to see a player of that caliber having fun again, it's like I I thoroughly enjoyed watching the Ravens tonight. Because, you know, despite the score, they – they dominated the game. Yeah. And just seeing a guy like that, like, you know, work work as hard as he as he does. But he's he's himself. He don't care. He's going to get in his face. You know, he got in it with uh, Kenny Piccaro. Mm-hmm. That's him. But he's having fun. And that's I, good to see.
3: Yeah, I love him. I think he's so great. I don't know if you guys watched his post-game interview. Why are you laughing? Nothing, huh? <laughs> Okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see his post game interview? Yeah, I checked
0: it out for sure.
3: I was dying laughing the whole time. Yeah. He's just like he said like you said, he's himself. He says whatever he wants, he doesn't care and he even said he, that oh. when the Ravens like called him in, you know, Said they wanted to sign him or whatever. They said, you know, we want you to be yourself, and he's yeah. like, perfect. That's I want to do that, you know. I and maybe it, you
0: really
1: can actually, actually read his lips a couple of times. He said a couple of things after that oh, fight. Yeah. <laughs> we saw that. Yeah. He'll
3: yeah.
0: say For whatever Hunter. he wants to whoever.
1: Do, do, yeah. do, do you guys know uh, when he started donning the Smith Senior on the back of his? When ring? he went to the Ravens. When he went to the Ravens. Yeah,
4: yeah. Cory Smith. Smith. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's another Smith. Troy Smith? Smith. Smith. He's the receiver. He's the other yeah. uh, okay. he was the other yeah. one that scored. We saw that. So, But Steve Smith, he has a son, Steve Smith Jr.? Why is he going yeah. Smith? Is, is it because yeah, he has a son? A little, he has yeah, a little guy, guy, right? little guy, yeah. Okay, I think that's great. I think
2: that's awesome. Yeah. That he's actually... Thank you for Jesus. that bit of uh, critical family information I don't think there. he would have changed uh, his
4: jersey if there wasn't another same last name on the team, though.
2: Just so you know. Um, I don't not. think it was. I that think it's way, cool if, if he would have yeah. done it regardless. Now, I was, was going to say in regards to what you are saying. You know, um, we all know. Obviously, we know Steve Smith is a very emotional receiver. He's yeah, right. emotional. And you know, a lot of times people people like that, but we've also seen that the history. Um, you know, the league has a history of having outspoken receivers. Mm-hmm. You know that have been cancerous to their teams. So when you look at somebody like Steve Smith, who is a great baller, don't get it twisted. And at thirty-five, he's doing things that our people 25 in the league aren't doing right. but do you, can you see that potentially as a problem for the ravens as they get deeper and deeper into the season potentially the offseason
0: no i don't and like the thing is he doesn't if he doesn't bash his teammates he doesn't bash his players if someone's on the other side of the ball he'll call him out he'll say whatever and you know if he if if there's something that he doesn't like you know maybe there's some stuff that's voiced but uh he doesn't tear down and you know those those players on his team. If anything, he tries to build them up, and he's a warrior. So. Uh-huh. You know, people are going to listen. And he's out there sacrificing his body, you know, flying around, trying to make that extra block. Guys are going to feed off that. And, you know, when you talk about a mentality of a team, uh, that's what the Ravens are. You know, that's how they've won Super Bowls. And that's how they're going to continue to get back there. Obviously, they have talented players, too. But it's that swagger and it's that, you know, that meanness as well. So
3: I agree 100% with that. Yeah, he's
0: a very scary looking player.
3: See,
4: that's why I don't like the Ravens.
0: (laughs) Well, the (laughs) AFC, he mentioned,
3: too, the AFC North. He said the AFC North as the NFC East. Those it's like big boy football. I think that's what he said. Like yeah. all those teams Dirty. in those, yes, in those divisions, it's like gritty grind. Like it's tough. It was football. like a hockey fight. We yeah, saw it was. It, it wasn't
4: like, like a football scuffle. It was like almost a straight up yeah. hockey fight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think you see that lost. in
2: any division. Mm-hmm.
4: They, you know, you, you'll see the grind and yeah, the emotions. I don't like so. so. You see the helmet. You see the push. But this was like.
1: Uh, to me, it was different. It seemed more like a hockey fight. Yeah, it's a little more.
2: Yeah, you, know, you know, smash mouth. Yeah, a little, a, little little smash, a
1: little more smash, little more mouth yeah.
3: football. Which
2: I didn't. I didn't which, which is lacking in the NFC South. Yeah, as you'll probably have a team that's like six and ten that makes the playoffs this year. Well, that's the NFC what they South. were saying
3: as well as like uh, they calculated in the likelihood of a team making it to the playoffs at five and eleven is like really high.
2: That's, That's insane. Yeah. I mean, if, I
4: mean, but
0: if you that, win that division, you're in. So Exactly.
3: <laughs> well, right now, the Falcons are <laughs> leading. Um, yeah,
2: and think they're, what, five and four?
3: Nobody's at 500. Everyone's mm. below 500. Yeah, they're all yeah, below It's Falcons, Saints, Carolina, right. and then Tampa Bay. Even Tampa Bay at two and whatever they are. They they're have in two contention. Wins. Yeah. yeah, they are two games out. I think they said two games back or something yep. ridiculous be like first that. first round
2: and out. But you know what you know it kind of reminds you of uh, I think I said this before when uh, the NFC West was a weak division about three or four years ago, and you had the Steelers that made the playoffs with a seven and nine record and then funny enough took out the Saints in the first uh, in the divisional round so right. you know you never know what can happen i don 't think a losing squad has ever made it to like the you know the the conference championship game, but you know it'll so is what
4: you're saying the Jets still have a chance
2: <laughs> just kidding <laughs> what I'm saying is the, actually can we can we have like a you know the certain words oh, you say God. and they're just like poison words just so you know Dale
3: it always comes back to the Jets at some point point
1: and, and, and the Niners every other time ta- every, every third and jets time and I know I can't, have,
2: I can't so believe we're
4: 25 it, yeah. In, yeah. I know 25 minutes in we haven't heard the 49ers out of your mouth because yeah. the thing is
2: the thing is I, know, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to talk about my, they're dominant my team does the talking for me see you team, team doesn't right very well. What's the
1: record right now? <laughs> We're 6 and 4. That's not quite dominant.
3: That can't be that, right because we just not not had that, week 12. Yeah.
0: By <laughs> week. They play on Thursday versus Seattle,
2: right? Uh, they played this they Thursday. Do, they played right, this Thursday three on games. Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, are you going to tell me the record of my team, or are you going to no. let me continue? But going that's on? not a dominant record.
3: <laughs> I <laughs> just did the math like like, and know, I'm, I'm, questioned. If it. they were like
2: know, seven and three, three
1: or, eight or eight and two, then- actually, you're then- wrong.
4: They're seven and four. I know. I was making sure <laughs> <for> somebody
2: was <laughs> paying attention. That's all. I are you going to tell me the record of your
4: team? Yeah, I'm going to tell you because
2: you're wrong. Okay, first things first. Anyways, I don't want. We don't want to talk about the Y'all brought it up. Y'all it no, up. So let's get back to our Monday night up. football game that y'all we barely
3: spoke about.
2: So, as as you can see, we are in well, and I think fantasy Drew actually was talking a little bit about the Niners as well. About <laughs> he's still se- going. seriously. And you know, I'ma say this. We, we're right Did now, you call her
3: Nancy Drew. Wait, what
2: just happened? I, I missed something. Uh, he said
3: he's still going. Oh, uh, he's still
2: going. I thought you were uh, really gonna get back to Monday Night Football. I mean, yeah,
3: we're uh,
0: trying to. I'm, I'm so lost.
1: Anyways, now. okay.
3: We we were talking about the <laughs> NFC South and how horrible it is tonight. We saw the Saints play. I mean, let, we'll start with you, Dale. You remember the Saints used to be a team that compared, kind of like the Seahawks were last year, where no one could beat them at home. Yeah. And you see, then this season they really. I mean, do you think that they finally just lost that home field dominance? I don't.
0: I don't think they've lost the home field dominance at all because you know that's that's a, that's an unreal place to play. Um, injuries. You know, that's a big thing. Their secondary is beat up. Uh, they, I mean, they're struggling. they got to figure some things out for sure. Uh, like I said earlier, despite the score, they got handled pretty, pretty, pretty yeah. easily tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew Brees, whenever you have him on the offensive side of the ball – anything can happen but you have to protect him uh you know when when he gets pressured it throws him off his rhythm and you know as a quarterback he's still trying to make plays so that's tough but um I I don't want to say that they've lost that home field advantage I think that they've got a lot of injuries they've got receivers and stuff that are coming back they don't really have a go-to guy Colson obviously is a you know the career leader and our franchise leading receiver but um They just got to get guys healthy and really figure things out. But, you know, you talk about playoffs. If they get there, they're a team that can knock off anybody. So, um, yeah, it's just about (laughs) figuring it out before that time because the season's winding down.
1: He threw that one pick six at Hill. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, that's not something that's really reflective of, you know, Breeze's elite status. Uh, Was that really – a protection thing or was it was he I can't remember if he if he was like uh, being hurried to pass that he, he, you know he threw it I'm behind, trying to remember he threw
0: it behind Jimmy Graham on that one yeah a bit, but that's it's you know whether it was the pressure on that play it's from the pressure that got to him before. Because yeah. you got that clock going off in your head, like I got to get rid of it. I got to get rid of it. And if you know, if you if you're not necessarily completely set or comfortable, sometimes it's going to come out the wrong way. So, uh, you know, with, when he can't get into, to a rhythm, uh, there's going to be throws that happen
2: like that. And Hill made a great play, number right. six, a yeah. uh, big
0: play in the game.
2: And you know, the funny thing is, if you if you look at Drew Brees' stat line at the end of the game, yeah. I don't think is necessarily reflective of someone that sucked. You know, thirty-five for forty-five, four hundred and twenty yards, three touchdowns. I yeah. mean, that that if you just look at that, you're like, man, this dude just dominated the other team. Yeah. And you know, granted, some of those some of those passes were you know, uh, you know, five yard drops to uh, running backs and things of that sort. They weren't all downfield. But I think honestly, and they did this a little bit tonight. But you have to utilize Jimmy Graham more. Jimmy Graham only had I, I six receptions. Six recept- for forty-seven, 47, yards, 47 yards. Now he did have those two. two touchdowns. Yeah. Well, one of those touchdowns came in pretty much the end of the game when it yeah. really didn't matter right. anyway. But right. you know, I, that's that's your big play guy who also came from playing basketball mm-hmm. as well. But um, you know, my thing is when you have the, arguably the best tight end in the game right now. I feel that you have to find any way possible to get the ball into his hands, and I just did not see a lot of that. I mean, red zone, yeah, you saw them taking a lot of, um, you know, going to Jimmy Graham a lot, but you just have to get him involved.
3: Especially because they even made a point to say that the Saints, well, I don't know. It, it's, I, I can't really, I don't know if it's necessarily any offensive. Um, Issues though. I mean, yes, they're, they're without Brandon Cooks, but other than that, who else are they missing offensively?
0: I think, like, biggest thing with that is, you know, um, protection. Because the Saints, they're going to throw the ball, you know. And if you protect your quarterback um, and give Drew Brees time, it's going to open up a lot of things because you have to change your scheme. And he's, he can make checkdowns. He has time to go to his second option because every play has – a read, whether it's built in for cover two on this side right. and a cover three beater on this side, and when you can't check your, uh, you know, when you can't check those, those uh, different reads in the progression because of pressure, it, it makes it tough, and I, you know, it just throws the throws the uh, offense off. Their offensive line is obviously struggling, so, yeah. and um, you know they've got some guys who haven't played huge minutes, I guess, um, and taking one receiver out of a rotation. Changes it for everybody, you know, which is a which which it makes a difference as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I just think that, uh, you know, they 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 just got to figure it out up front because that's where it always boils down to offensive and defensive line, they control the game.
3: Yeah, I mean, because you saw Drew Brees, obviously, we know he's an amazing quarterback and can throw bombs down the field and connect with his receivers like, Mm -hmm. you know, nobody else in the league. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that probably. Um, was the biggest factor for them because, like you said, um, Kevin, obviously you look at his stats and it's like you would never think that that was the losing quarterback. Yeah. You know, yeah. throwing yeah. for but, 420 but yards. But you know, the
2: funny, the rare thing with Breeze, I'm so sorry, Steph. Okay. No, actually, go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: No, no, it's okay.
2: <laughs> okay, I'll go. Um, but no, the rare thing with someone like Breeze or somebody like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> i know you 're waiting for it, or someone with like like manning you know mm-hmm. pass happy quarterbacks or i don 't say pass happy but prolific um quarterbacks you know, you'll see similar things with Peyton. You know, Peyton will go 35 for 40, 45 or something, throw for three, 400 yards and still lose. And I think part of the reason is is because with quarterbacks like that, a lot of the offense relies heavily on their shoulders right. and doing. So, you know, it's understandable how he can put up incredible stats like this in a loss, but I still think if you have a quarterback that's throwing for over 300 yards and three touchdowns, then something, there's a crackdown somewhere. You shouldn't be losing balls. There's games. definitely a breakdown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they they can can there's the no run. running. You yeah. can't establish yeah. a run. You're not going to win that speaking game. Speaking of running the ball, you know the biggest run of the night was from uh, 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 wide receiver, which, which was from Morton Morgan on the in on the, the round. He had the end of Six, for 67, 67 yards, yards. Yeah. And that was the most yardage rush yards they had the whole game. So right.
3: That, they, they rushed for 128 yards, and the Ravens rushed for 215. Yeah. yeah. So, real ahead. quick, before we move on, I'm going to, I want to go back
4: to Drew Brees, because me and Thaddeus were talking while we watched the game tonight. I, do you guys agree with us in, in we were saying that Drew Brees is kind of an underrated quarterback, though? Like, you think of it, like, is he... In the same conversation, always with the Peyton
0: Manning. Absolutely. Yes, I think uh, it's his his zone, there's four quarterbacks who are like at the top of the ranks, and I don't who are they? Touching them right now, I think like uh, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It's 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 those four, and like not taking away anything from like Cap or you know like Russell Wilson and those guys, but those four have been doing it for so long, and you know any of these quarterbacks are going to agree with it too that. They're just at a level that cannot be touched right now. But I is it because James yeah, doesn't have uh, the same supporting on a good cast? Day, I would throw
2: Andrew Luck in that too. So, he's getting you know? there,
0: but he's too young. These guys
2: yeah. are. I mean, yeah.
1: they're, they're, the they're vets. And what me and Steph were talking about it was just like amongst the elite, how it's almost like an under being underrated amongst the elite, just within the skill set of him being him it's himself. And, I don't and agree not with that. To do with the supporting yeah. cast. I mean, we're because talking about his supporting cast hasn't been.
3: I never, what? I never hear people not mention his name when they speak of elite quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. but sometimes it's... Time you're, times, always, you're so
0: saying within the elite ranks yes, of those four, yes. he gets lost in translation. That's exactly, and yes. those records yeah, you got to look at. Yeah, records, that, it, you know, the, these, the, all the other quarterbacks are on
1: winning teams right now. It's and, like, uh, it's like that, you can mention somebody. It's not really. That he's mentioned, it's almost like how sometimes it's kind of like almost yeah. like it's, he's he's breezed over, no pun intended. But you know, <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying you know it's kind of mm. it. He is almost like when you start talking well, about that. The, that the, the, the when you're talking oh, about man. the elite, yeah. Yeah. it's kind of like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. You know, you got two droopies too, and then you got you know and you you know you talk like that. Aaron Rodgers is killing it, but they they, they kind of just kind of just like. Yeah, that's over a, over yeah. Drew Brees. Well, yeah, well, like, and well, I, like, I think like, this is much better than they give, give him that, you know... But,
2: but you also have to look at this. When you look at Manning and Brady particularly... Postseason, those people are gods in the postseason. I mean, every postseason. I mean, the last decade or so, um, Rodgers. I mean, he's still kind of the newer bunch out of the out of the Brady and because the they've been in there significantly longer than him. Right. But I think really, it's more postseason. Uh, you know, the deeper you go in the postseason, the post-season, postseason really validates your eliteness, especially as a quarterback. As a quarterback, right. yeah. So right, Drew, but, Br- go ahead.
4: Sorry, but even when even when the three of or the four of us went. And we talked about our top three quarterbacks. I don't think anybody put Drew Brees in there. We didn't. Not one of us that's said it. So that's what I'm talking about. that's what I'm saying. It's totally well, within... That, like, we know he's an elite quarterback. He needs more endorsements. But if there's four... <laughs> right? But
3: if there's is four... Nightwell. He's number four. Is he Levi, All Tim? four no. of us. So that's what I'm is saying. He's not in that
1: In that, that class. class. Right. In that class. That's, and, it's,
3: that's and Dale like, hit the nail on the head by saying those other three quarterbacks are on winning teams. That is why right. they're spoken about with a higher... Mark than Drew Brees is right now. If he, if you rewind a couple years when the Saints were dominating everyone, yeah, he, he would was. have been probably thought of as the number one, number two quarterback.
2: But also, you got another thing, another yes. another reason and then I think they lost the coach for a year. Yeah, they did bounty scandal. No, but I Anyways. wonder if. Uh, I,
3: yeah, I mean, you wonder That
2: was the beginning
4: yeah, of the well.
2: Because once, yeah, once Sean Payton was gone that year uh, Amid the, the uh, b- bounty sc- scandal allegations bounty Or accusations, gate. whatever it was Bounty gate You know, I don't think the Saints when you, Even when he returned, they never quite they rebounded from same. that They have not been the same You yeah. know, and they haven't marched in the same That was a joke Nope, uh, what was that?
1: That was a joke What, their oh uh, bounty thing it was a joke well, that's how. That's, um, we're not going to get into conspiracies. A, but, I think. But, uh, I think no, no, it's not a conspiracy. It was a joke. It was like, yeah, you go knock this guy out. I'll give you what. Let, but, what were you uh, going to say? Uh, Do. Oh, I was just
0: saying with, you know, the Saints offense, you know, one thing that goes unseen a lot of times is the staff that's behind it. And this is going to transition into, you know, with Baltimore, too. But uh, Aaron Cromer, who's now at Chicago, he's a great offensive coordinator, great offensive line coach. Mm -hmm. Chicago last year had one of the best offenses in the league, you know, once he came. Obviously, Tress and everyone is there, too. And then you talk about something like uh, with the Ravens. Kubiak, who came from the Texans, who had an amazing run game down there. And, you know, obviously he had a rough year um, his last year there. But changing the run game without Ray Rice, you know, Forsett was, you know, unreal today. But the offensive line did a great job. So those are also things that you got to look at, too, that uh you know a lot of people don't really pay much because you don't hear a lot about the staff changes mentioned in the media one day and then it's gone but you know the coaching it's it's all schemes and that stuff it makes such a such a difference too
1: speaking of ray rice (laughs) (laughs) I know that he's pissed after watching tonight's game because he definitely, you know, he's like, they're not going to take me back. Forsett is balling.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't think they're no, going to no, take no, him no, back no. regardless. No, I know.
1: Don't uh, <laughs> But it's like, you know, that's, you Clearly know. Clearly
2: they're still performing. You
1: know, Forsett, he balled his little tail off tonight. I got to give it to the guy. He did his thing. Uh He was... He was hitting those seams. I mean, they, the line, as you mentioned, Dale, their the line was doing their thing tonight as well. But he was, he was hitting some of those seams were really, really tight. And he, just, patient. he just, he just, yeah, he was yeah, patient. Man. He squeezed through, Bingo. and then he just, he just
2: bounced and just rolled out.
4: You know? yes. So.
1: And, and, and,
2: and, you got to give him and, credit also for, did, for his runs. Yeah, I was saying in addition to patience, you know, and and being able to elude defenders, you know, some of his yards after contact, you know, after the first defender came or whatnot, he was able to pack on a lot. And uh, this was just crazy. He, uh, the stat that I, I I noticed, but he averaged eight point three yards yeah. 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 per carry crazy. tonight, which is unheard of. Crazy. You know, well, he's
3: actually leading the league in most yards per rush right now with five point four above Jamal. Charles. Charles, Kyrie, Robinson, and Arian Foster. Is that
2: after tonight? No, that, was, that was actually tonight. coming into tonight. Really? He was the, so, so now that he added eight point three, that's incredible. Wow. But I think. Well, let's,
3: let me ask a question then. Do you think that Justin Forsett is kind of like the comeback player of the year? Ooh.
2: Ooh. Well, you know, I, 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 I that's I, a good they question. Got Come back.
0: for two of them. Steve Smith's having a good year too. Yeah. I think like I don't know. That's tough.
2: Yeah. No. I mean, I. I, I Obviously, he's putting up some really good numbers as we just discussed. He's his own, he, yeah, he's definitely on it. And especially, it's hard to come in there after your All-Pro running back is gone. You know, those are big shoes to fill. But um, you know, I, I think he stepped up well in the absence of Bryce, and I would say he's a candidate, maybe for Comeback Player of the Year. I, I'm, I wouldn't give it to him so quickly, though. Yeah, necessarily. Uh, yeah, but I think a
0: lot of people think he's like a you know so new to the league like a rookie, but he's a vet. He's right. been around for a but long time. But he just time. has
3: kind of bounced around from yeah, team to team. Yeah, that's just the
0: thing. Getting getting in the right situation and like getting that opportunity to get out on the because uh, like there's no getting around it too. There's some gamers out there. You know, obviously he puts in the hard work, but um, yeah, it was it was just fun to watch because he's had a crazy journey. You know, so I uh, it, it was really fun to watch him play tonight.
3: Yeah, he even said too in his post game interview that. You know, before signing with the Ravens, he was about to. You know, he thought he was done with football. He was like, maybe I got to start getting a nine to five or something. You know, yeah. he was that close to being completely done, and yeah. you know, he decided to make that that decision. And obviously, it was a really good decision for him. Yeah. And it just goes to show what kind, like you said earlier, what kind of a coach Gary Kubiak is. He's you know runs the West Coast offense, which um, Steve Smith was saying this is like his fifth. Different kind of offense in his career that he's had to learn, and he feels like he, you know, can pick up these things really easily. And that he feels like he fits really well into this offensive, you know, pattern that they have going. So I think that that is a testament to these players' successes as well. Do you guys yeah. agree with that?
2: Yeah, yeah I, I definitely agree. I mean, I, I, I think you can also attribute that to just a, a bad Saints defensive effort tonight as well. Um, why he shined But uh, yeah you know obviously uh, I The mean, human... effort was there The execution was not
3: They just struggled yeah. on one on one coverage yeah. They yeah. They could not match yeah. up with the Ravens At all
2: Steve Smith was beasting. We'll just say that much. Yeah. And he, man, he, that guy just has a grimace in his face when he like. Well,
3: I'm okay, this is the quote that he said after the game. He says, <laughs> "I love to look in the eyes of all of my victims, but before I take I their, lunch their lunch money." money.
2: <laughs> yeah, he, the guy's, <laughs> got, the guys got the guy got out of that. That's kind of yeah, yeah, it, it was pretty. funny. kind of seem like he was a bully, though. Like in like in school, you know, he would just come up to you because he's, you know, he, he, he looked like he suffered from like maybe <clears throat> short man complex. Oh well, yeah, he's coming five up. nine. Exactly. Exactly. So you know he always had to prove himself and be the tougher person, and you, you kind of see that when he plays yeah, as well. Most yeah. definitely, because he feels uh, like right. it. Just he always plays with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, he's always But it angry. works.
3: It works you know? in the in at least this season. It's been working for him very well. Yeah, um, right. but I agree with you. He does kind of play with a chip on his shoulder.
2: Yeah, but but I mean that's where the passion and emotion comes from. Yeah, and you know, like uh, Dell was said earlier, you know, he uses that to motivate his team. You know, so yeah. it's not like he's you yeah, know. He's- Fighting, you know, fighting against them. He's fighting with them.
0: He's. I. I played. I. W- I. W- I was uh, in Carolina for you know brief stint with Steve Smith and my. I think one of my favorite players to be around. Honestly, he was unreal. Like just like he says there. I, I remember we were doing wide receiver drills and I'm. I'm holding the bag. I was like, you know, I hold the bag for. You. He's like, all right. Well, if you hold this bag, you're gonna get popped in the. Mouth, you know, like and just like, like I mean, okay. he attacks, but you gotta love it. And he's he's an intense guy, but he's a great person, you know. And that's something that you know you never want to see get lost, right. And Like the the, the 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 battling, the fighting, whatever. He He's an amazing person as well.
1: One thing you have to also say, he's not, um. One of those prima donna receivers that doesn't block downfield on run plays. No, nah, yeah. you can see he him going go there yeah. and he gets smash mouth and put his head down and he'll yeah. block the heck out of somebody yeah. to yeah. help, you know, break that R B loose. So you're like, This dude is about it. Yeah. He's he about really it. Is. Yeah, he's about
3: that life. Yeah. You you played for Carolina for a little bit, so um what do you think? I don't know this I may be reaching on this thought but do you think the kind of overall mentality and just the environment there maybe is just not not necessarily the best environment for players I mean you see Cam Newton struggling right now they're not really doing very well as a team Steve Smith, obviously, you know, there was a lot of issues when he was there. And
0: I, I don't think that. I really don't think that at all. Like, every situation, there's always change. So there's always a growth period and there's always an adjustment period. And whether it's a change in offense, you know, like coordinator, head coach, whatever it is, a general manager, they're going to bring in their own guys. So I think, you know, with that, they have a completely different receiving core like you know some of the guys Mm -hmm. who were there like ted gins in arizona you know guys who had great lafell like they they changed up their their offense a lot um you know carolina's got a lot of talented players i don't think that you know anything's gone i think it's just an adjustment finding finding the right fit uh finding the right mix of players but they're talented and you know at the at the end of the season you know they you know they're they're right there potentially to be able to do some things but you know they'll figure it out now i
2: was, I was gonna say you know steve smith when he was on the panthers he was he kind of stepped into that leadership role mm-hmm. because he's the veteran he obviously is a gifted athlete he knows do you uh, with i guess carolina now and with smith's absence do you think newton is doing a good job at being a leader or do you think maybe he needs to step up his leadership skills there
0: I think Cam is, you know, I, th- I definitely think he's a leader. Um, he might not be as outspoken as some other pe- or people would like him to be, and you just got to know that there's a lot of things that go into it, and there's so many things that go on behind the scenes, and that's what's tough, you know, with football. Like, it's easy to place blame on, like, this guy, like that guy, but they, there's a lot, right? of vari- a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of variables. So, um, you know, I think I think Cam is an amazing talent. He's a, he's a great person, a great player, and uh, whenever you have someone like that on your team, you know that you know if it's a rough season okay the next season things can be amazing if you look at Carolina the year the previous year yeah. you know Ron Rivera it was on yeah. his way out the door they thought then he got coach of the year so that's that's one thing things can change in an instant in this league there's a lot of talent it's just finding you know you know just the right mix of players and changing a few things you uh, know the game is one off of turnovers and big plays right. and that's what big plays is big what plays. kept new orleans in the game tonight that's right. mm-hmm. completely so if you can make those happen whatever way it fits into your scheme or uh, you know turnovers and big plays you've got a chance to have a lot of success
1: i think cam newton and we talked about this earlier this mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. i think cam newton is one of the most talented quarterbacks yet to be proven to be elite once he gets some years under his belt Mm -hmm. and he gets some more wins under his belt and they can figure some stuff out down there but as far as raw talent as a quarterback I think this guy's one of the most talented guys in the league
2: I I may have to beg to differ as far as just raw talent as a QB I think RG3 definitely just just raw athleticism But we're not talking about rocklers. I'm talking about talent as a quarterback.
4: Yeah, I'm not talking about just just someone who can,
1: do, he it, he can do it all. You got to think about too.
4: can yeah. what he came into in North Carolina. Like if he would have mm. been given a better team, he maybe could have had that growth by now. Right. But he, you know, was given a situation that was, you know, not the greatest to start with. He killed yeah. it as a rookie. But too, that's when what
3: he came I'm in. saying. He that killed it true. when he came yeah, in. Yeah, he killed that it. So for him to go rookie records
1: and everything. All right.
3: All right, well, Dale, you mentioned you have some other positive things going on outside of football. You want to talk about some of that with us?
0: And I, uh, yeah, so, you know, obviously still training. Football is a priority. Uh, Really starting to get into the modeling and entertainment industry, Uh, print commercial work. Uh, It's just something that I really, you know, I enjoy. It's, It's so different than football. And I've caught so much crap from different teammates already. Like, man, what you doing walking on runways, doing all this? But you know, for me, it's not really about like the image. Like, I don't really care what other people think. If it's something I want to do, you know, I'm going to do it. Um, get that money, boy. You got to get that money. money. Got to have options. So, yeah, uh, L.A. is a great place to be. You know, so I, I've I've met some great people who put me in good positions, and it's it's kind of refreshing going after something that I'm. I don't know, and like in that world, like in athletics, I've always, you know, been been that guy, and this one I'm creating something from scratch. But uh, yeah, so I'm doing that, and
1: it's a totally different animal. It is, even it, though it's all entertainment. It's it's it's. Uh, no, it's, an, it's another animal to tackle. It's the, the, the sensibilities and everything's a little bit different. Yeah, now, I don't know completely. if you've been watching America's next top model. <laughs> I was
3: gonna say Keith. <laughs> and, <laughs> I hope he wins.
1: Uh, you're right. Keith Carlos, he played for the Giants and he played for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. He was a receiver and uh he's doing really well. He's like in the top four right now. Yeah. And uh he's being projected to either win or at least be in the final two. Now, this yeah. is a guy who stepped out of, you know, athletics and, and whatever and it's like, I'm just gonna go for what I know and just start modeling and start yeah. doing his thing. So And he's
2: doing well and, and I think he's going to work a challenges
3: lot. challenges in a row and he, got he's best that, photo.
2: <laughs> I got I to gotta brush up on my show. American desktop model. Yeah, I guess me and Steph are the ones that are what? lost right now. I love
1: yeah. that show. It's a good know. show. Yeah, it, it's, a, it, it's a good show. But that just goes the to show, show. Man,
4: it. The,
1: the, I, the, I, I covered I, it. here at AfterBuzz TV. You guys can catch me here on Mondays. Hey, check it out. Right
3: before this. That's why he's always late.
1: Yeah, The NFL's a great platform though. It
0: is. And if you can leverage that and I think that's what you know a lot of players need to start realizing. Um, you know, I've had you know ups and downs, but if you can leverage that, yeah, you can have a lot of success and you, you don't have to break down so many doors in different fields. So, uh, you know, and that's you know, that's something that you know I've, I've utilized and I've had success. and I'm not where I want to be, but uh, I definitely know I'm in the right direction, yeah. And football is my number one priority, you know, no question about it, um, but. I'm more than just a football player. I'm more than just an athlete. So if I can make an impact and do things I love and then also affect people in a positive way outside of it, you know, I'm going to do it. So
1: it's a (laughs) a crazy game because there's a buddy of ours that came and uh, he guested here, not on this show, but on another show, um, another sports show we did. His name is Derek Hagan, and he's like one of the all-time leading receivers for Arizona State. Mm -hmm. and. He was a free agent when he came in here right before the season. He wasn't picked up. He didn't know he was like I'm just I'm just waiting, just waiting, yeah. just waiting. And he finally got picked up by the Titans like right before the season. Yeah. So so that's where he's at. But you know it, it is that game, and it's like it's like when you're waiting. To get picked up, and you don't know what's going to happen, then you kind of want to have your ducks lined up just in case. Yeah, you know, because he was like, "Well, it might be going into the commentating world." So we actually had him as a guest commentator here a yeah. couple times, just because he was like, "Well, I wouldn't mind stepping into that." You know, mm-hmm. obviously, I played sports for for years, yeah. and he's an articulate guy, good smile, whatever, blah blah blah. But you definitely is is smart that you're actually exploring other possibilities of yeah, because when
0: have. when it stops. It stops, you know, athletics and, uh, um, you and know, I'm I, I do feel that I'll have, you know, the opportunity to, to sign back on with the team, but you, you just gotta be prepared and then, uh, I don't know, but it's exciting for me. I'm not stressing. I'm staying in shape and I'm having fun. So. Yeah.
2: Now real quick though, um, you were telling me earlier, how Tato is <laughs> like,
3: real quick uh
2: you you explained earlier something i really admire you know about the fact that you you're using the nfl brand to influence and give back uh and do things um you know with the community and kids and things of that sort uh what what were some of the the ideas or or what were some of the things that you wanted to um you know that you wanted to get involved with
0: yeah, so my biggest thing, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, I, I want to have success in, you know, the modeling, the, the acting, you know, all these things. It's something I enjoy, but, you know, I really want to utilize it, have success in this field. But then I want to go back to the NFL and really try to work with players and educate them on just utilizing – What you have when you have it, you know, striking while the iron's hot, utilizing, you know, this platform to have success in so many other fields because It's it's foreign to everybody, you know. All you know is athletics your whole life, yeah. And no one tells you like, yeah, you're in the NFL, you know, do this, 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 this. But they don't they don't really educate you on how you can use that brand because you're beating up your body, you're tearing it down, you know. Yeah.
2: Um, By the way, just just Mike, just make sure, just pull back a little bit now.
0: It's a little too close. close My bad. But, uh, you know, that's that's one of my goals. And and it's going to take some time, but I'm definitely on the right path. But I want to go back and I I want to educate players who have been in positions of, you know, I have. I've got countless friends who have been in the league for years and they they don't know what to do. They they can't fill out a resume, you know, or they don't have a resume because you don't have a resume in the real world you you can't just put like football you know but you can use that <laughs> to make a lot more things show up right. on there so that and then uh you know just just uh different charities foundations you know my sister's disabled and that's something that uh you know I really want to start giving back to um I don't know, but just, just making an impact, you know, I just I, I have a goal, I have a mission and it's bigger than football, it's bigger than modeling, it's bigger than acting, you know. So Hey man. That's great that you have that <laughs> motivation
1: and that, and that's that's something that's personal that actually drives you. Yeah. Um and what actually help you, you know, giving back is you actually end up receiving by giving back. It's mm-hmm. just like the natural spiritual law, but you don't actually give when you give from a good a place where you're not trying to get back. Yeah, and that's when you really receive, which is mm-hmm. which is really funny. Giving like generously, yeah, and it's good that you want to give back and s- educate some of the players because everybody knows the NFL stands for not for long. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's fast. Have you know, a career,
0: and I'm not I, you know by no means a prime time player, but you know I'm smart and uh, shoot, I've been at the low points, and you know I'm you know. I, i've been at high points uh so if if there's anything i can do um you know i i think that's like my due diligence to give back to you know different teammates or part of the
1: union you know so that's
2: awesome man. last
1: <laughs> question what if the jets wanted to sign me <laughs> uh, chalk it up I'm, you know let's sit me down let's wait, go no, wait the I'll, even I'll more
4: important up. question because this is on my bucket list to watch on the field yeah like, if you get signed with the Jets,
0: can I come watch? You can field? come watch. All of us. Sideline passes, everything. We're going to the club I will after. A, yeah, I'll after be a Jets fan. They'll get
3: signed
4: out. to them. <laughs> said, and what number would you wear?
0: Uh, well, thirteen's right. my number. Lucky, okay. lucky number thirteen. Kind of like Stevie 13. Johnson does. That's uh, right. 49ers.
2: One word to describe Odin Beckham Jr.'s catch.
0: I don't know if I can say a word that describes
3: it. <laughs> Yeah.
2: <But> unreal. <laughs> unreal.
3: Perfect. All right, so let's get into predictions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Predictions. Where's our music? Alexis, where you at? That's <laughs> all right,
2: I got you. <laughs> Prediction. Prediction. <laughs> Prediction. Yep. Get it.
3: There. Now,
0: we go. I
2: like the light right. effect. Right. This is nice. So,
3: oh, Dale, so let's every talk about, week, can yeah. you guys know, let me talk for a second? Jeez. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yes, every week we predict, obviously, next She's Monday Night man, Football.
4: She is I am. Oh, I
3: am the host of this show, and I'm just trying what to get a few, the a host few with the words <laughs> out here. Um, we predict next Monday's sh- uh, game, obviously. Don't do it, Kevin. I seriously I will throw something at you. <laughs> um, and then we also predict the teams that played tonight, so the Ravens and the Saints, who they, whatever team they play next, we'll decide, we'll pick who we think is going to win those okay. games, too. So we'll start with, next Monday is the Dolphins at the Jets. Who are you taking?
2: <laughs> yeah, Dolphins. Yeah. Where is it? Jets, it's,
3: in, it's in, uh, wherever they play. New York? It's Jets. Yeah.
2: MetLife Met Stadium. Yeah. Met okay.
3: Um, and then Saints at Steelers.
2: Oh wow,
0: that's tough. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the uh, Pittsburgh, and the reason why their run game. I mean, yeah. Bell is he's, smart you choice know, at Michigan State. He was a beast. You know, he's great NFL running back. They got the one-two punch. I think I got Steelers on that one. Nice.
3: I agree. And then Ravens versus Chargers.
0: Where is it? Ravens. No. Doesn't matter.
3: Huh? Chargers are gonna win. Is it in San Diego? No.
1: That's all I said does it matter? Uh, I it
0: Ravens, doesn't matter. Yeah, I think the Ravens. I think the Ravens gonna are, are playing well right now. They they put on a, a good show tonight, but uh, you know I, I'll go with their defense and their defensive line against the offensive. I don't know. Actually, I'm gonna get myself in trouble. I got a lot of good you know good friends with the Chargers. I, I got Ravens on that one. I'll just keep
3: <laughs> okay. All What's right. The next one? Steph, those were the three. Dolphins at Jets, we already know who you're picking. The Jets. Saints at Steelers. The Jets
4: are going to win, and they're going to beat the team that beat you 37-0. This
3: um, is a know, reoccurring you know, thing,
0: everyone, huh?
3: The 37-0. Yeah, because sh- that's cause the only, that's thing, the only thing she has to, to she's say. She's so
4: perturbed. And I well, don't because, because it's
3: just like the jacket of it. Because the playing Jets are more, so okay. bad that it's just Tina. like, that one loss, she's the only thing she can bring up. But my look team look is much better. She's so bad. We're probably going to make it to the
2: playoffs. Good teams don't lose 37-0.
3: Every, yeah, okay. just, oh, anyway. Gosh. You're so annoying,
2: Kevin. And I'm gonna um, the Saints and
1: Steelers. Did you choose? I already chose the Steelers.
3: Okay, so Kevin, go ahead.
1: We all picked the Steelers last week.
4: Yeah, we all picked the Steelers already.
2: Because so remember, remember, they have a, a bye yeah. this week, yeah. so we already picked the Steelers.
3: Okay, so Kevin, Dolphins or Jets?
2: Do I need to answer that? Dolphins.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm assuming you're taking the Ravens.
2: Yeah, oh, especially after the game tonight. They they got a lot of momentum, going right.
3: in. Darius. <sighs>
2: I kind of want to. I kind
0: of want to make a Jets bet. I wanted to go with them too. I kind of want to go Come with on. Jets. I wanted just to be like J
1: E T S Jets Jets Jets, but I it just him. didn't feel right. It's, so it's, it's, <laughs> in,
4: it's in New York. I heard it.
2: I'm gonna go with the Jets this week. Yeah. They don't even know where their starting quarterback is going into next week right now. I mean, okay, Anyways, great. The Raiders won last week.
3: Ravens or Chargers? So,
2: hey, that's a good team. Anyway, I'm going to let you have one
1: team in the Bay, and that's San Francisco, and that's it.
3: Ravens or Chargers? <laughs>
1: Ravens. All Ravens right. and Steelers. Ravens, Steelers, Well, Jets. we can
4: share it together, considering we're the only two that ever show up to watch the game together.
3: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <That's fun. laughs> <All right. laughs> I'm, I'm sorry that I... Damn. Anyway, moving on. I want the Dolphins and the Chargers, obviously.
1: Okay, so no. let's talk about where our uh, records are so far based on these past picks. These p- no, actually, well, we have to who did you pick?
3: So oh. Did you pick um, the Ravens or the Saints tonight? I picked the Ravens. He did?
1: Did he? Yeah, I did. Yes. Of course, they so, won. You, you two
4: had the same picks. Yeah. yeah. And we and I picked the Eagles, so I'm with you guys. I was one and one, and he lost both. Of course. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Tyler, what we all want? right, we're going to have to bring up our standings next because no, we we're don't. being told to wrap. So. I'm still going to up. It up. You wh- need that box I'm off, gonna be off the
0: Chappelle now. show to yeah. wrap it yeah, up. Yes, so box, Dale
3: know. Moss, thank you so much for being uh, here with you us. I appreciate y'all having yeah. me on. This was tell, fun. tell everyone where they can find you, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, your website.
0: Uh, Dale Moss on Instagram is uh, DaleMoss13, Twitter at DaleMoss, officialdalemoss.com. Check me out.
3: Yes, thank you. And the rest of you guys,
4: tell them. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at IamStephZ with an F.
2: Yup. And you can find me on, (laughs) that was an intense F. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyKevinJohn or on my website, www.itsKevinJohn.com. Club Thaddeus,
1: Instagram, Twitter.
3: Boom. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Tina Cap. Thank you guys for watching and we'll catch you next week. Peace. Bye. Was that the Charger guns right there?
1: From executive producers Maria Manunos,
0: Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Really? There's 7 and 4, yeah. Buzz, Buzz, you later.
3: later. Yeah, later.
0: I saw- the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. They do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz
3: TV or its owners or principals.